Chapter Nine of Wolfbane by Frederick Pohl and C. M. Cornbluth. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Roger Germain, of Wheeling, a citizen, contemplated his wife with growing concern. Possibly the events of the past few days had unhinged her reason, but he was nearly sure that she had eaten a portion of the evening meal secretly in the serving room before calling him to the table he felt positive that it was only a temporary aberration she was after all a citizeness with all that that implied a a creature like that galatropile for example someone like that might steal extra portions with craft and guile you couldn't live with a wolf for years and not have some of it rub off on you but not citizeness germain there was a light thrice repeated tap on the door speak of the devil thought roger germain most appropriately for it was the same galatropile she entered her head downcast looking worn and well pretty he began formally i give you greetings citizen they're here she interrupted in desperate haste germain blinked please she begged can't you do something they're wolves citizeness germain emitted a muted shriek you may leave citizeness germain told her shortly already forming in his mind the words of gentle reproof he would later use now what is all this talk of wolves galatropile distractedly sat in the chair her hostess had vacated we were running away she babbled glenn he was wolf you see and he made me leave with him after the house of the five regulations we were a day's long march from wheeling and we stopped to rest and there was an aircraft citizen an aircraft citizen germain allowed himself a frown citizeness it is not well to invent things which are not so i saw it citizen there were men in it one of them is here again he came looking for me with another man and i barely escaped him i'm afraid there is no cause for fear only an opportunity to appreciate citizen germain said mechanically it was what one told one's children but within himself he was finding it very hard to remain calm that word wolf it was a destroyer of calm an incitement to panic and hatred he remembered tropile well and there was wolf to be sure the fact that citizen germain had doubted his wolfishness at first was powerful cause to be doubly convinced of it now he had postponed the day of reckoning for an enemy of all the world and there was enough secret guilt in his recollection to set his own heart thumping tell me exactly what happened said citizen germain in words that the stress of emotion had already made far less than graceful obediently galatropile said i was returning to my home after the evening meal and citizeness puffin she took me in after citizen tropile after my husband was i understand you made your home with her yes she told me that two men had come to see me they spoke badly she said and i was alarmed i peered through the window of my home and there they were one of them had been in the aircraft i saw and they flew away with my husband it is a matter of seriousness citizen germain admitted doubtfully so then you came here to me yes but they saw me citizen 
and i think they followed you must protect me i have no one else if they be wolf germain said calmly we will raise hue and cry against them now will the citizeness remain here i go forth to see these men there was a graceless hammering on the door too late said gala tropile in panic they are here citizen germain went through the ritual of greeting of depreciating the ugliness and poverty of his home of offering everything he owned to his visitors it was the way to greet a stranger the two men lacked both courtesy and wit but they did make an attempt to comply with the minimal formal customs of introduction he had to give them credit for that and yet it was almost more alarming than if they had blustered and yelled for he knew one of these men he dredged the name out of his memory it was Hendel, the same man that had appeared in Wheeling the day Glenn Tropile had been scheduled to make the donation of Spinal Tap, and had broken free and escaped. He had inquired about Tropile of a good many people, Citizen Germain included, and even at the time, in the excitement of an amuck, the wolf-finding, and the translation in a single day, Germain had wondered at Hendel's lack of breeding and airs. Now he wondered no longer. But the man made no overt act, and Citizen Germain postponed the raising of the hue and cry. It was not a thing to be done lightly. Gala Tropile is in this house, the man with Hendel said bluntly. Citizen Germain managed the quirked smile. We have seen her, Germain. It's about her husband. He, uh, he was with us for a while, and something happened ah yes the wolf the man flushed and looked at hendel hendel said loudly the wolf sure he's a wolf but he's gone now so you don't have to worry about that gone not just him but four or five of us there was a man named innocent and he's gone too we need help germain something about tropile god knows how it is but he started something we want to talk to his wife and find out what we can about him so will you get her out of the back room where she's hiding and bring her here please citizen germain quivered he bent over the id bracelet that had once belonged to one pfc joe hartman fingering it to hide his thoughts he said at last perhaps you are right perhaps the citizeness is with my wife if this be so would it not be possible that she is fearful of those who once were with her husband hendel laughed sourly she isn't any more fearful than we are germain i told you about this man innocent who disappeared he was a son of the wolf you understand me for that matter he glanced at his companion licked his lips and changed his mind about what he had been going to say next he was a wolf do you ever remember hearing of a wolf being translated before translated germain dropped the id bracelet but that's impossible he cried forgetting his manners completely oh no translation comes only to those who attain the moment of supreme detachment you can be sure of that i know i've seen it with my own eyes no wolf could possibly at least five wolves did hendel said grimly now you see what the trouble is tropile was translated i saw that with my own eyes the next day innocent within a week two or three others 
So we came down here, Germain, not because we like you people, not because we enjoy it, but because we're scared. What we want is to talk to Tropile's wife. You too, I guess. We want to talk to anybody who ever knew him. We want to find out everything there is to find out about Tropile and see if we can make any sense of the answers. Because maybe translation is the supreme objective of life to you people, Germain, but to us it's just one more way of dying, and we don't want to die. Citizen Germain bent and picked up his cherished identification bracelet and dropped it absently on a table. There was very much on his mind. He said at last, That is strange. Shall I tell you another strange thing? Handel, looking angry and baffled, nodded. Germain said, There has been no translation here since the day the wolf, Tropile, escaped. But there have been eyes. I have seen them myself. It, he hesitated and shrugged, it has been disturbing. Some of my finest citizens have ceased to meditate. They have been worrying. So many eyes, and nobody taken. It is outside of all of our experience, and our customs have suffered. Politeness is dwindling among us, even in my own household. He coughed and went on. No matter, but these eyes have come into every home. They have peered about, peered about, and no one has been taken. Why? Is it something to do with the translation of the wolves? He stared hopelessly at his visitors. All I know is that it is very strange, and therefore I am worried. Then take us to Galatropile, said Handel. We'll see what we can find out. Citizen Germain bowed. He cleared his throat and raised his voice just sufficiently to carry from one room to another. Citizeness, he called. There was a pause. Then his wife appeared in the doorway, looking ruffled and ill at ease with her guest. Will you ask if Citizeness Tropile will join us here? he requested. His wife nodded. She is resting. I will call her. They called her and questioned her for some time. She told them nothing. She had nothing to tell. The end of chapter 9 of Wolfbane